Yeah. While Kara's munching, I will introduce our next topic. <laughs> but first. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Well, like, we made it. I'm, I'm a- still on my second drink. Yeah. Which is something I shouldn't admit. <laughs> what? That you're. I, that you're not drinking fast enough or you're drinking too fast? That I am, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel comfortable. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I am in my home. <laughs> <laughs> we are, yeah, we are in your home. We are sitting on the floor. We have talked about dead grandparents and childhood expectations. <laughs> it's gotten... We need to lighten the mood. <laughs> we do need to lighten the mood. And like, we haven't really talked about anxiety yet. And like, this is not a podcast about anxiety, okay. but it is like, I think skewing towards people with anxiety because the recommendations that pop up on Spotify. Okay. Like, it's like, if you like this podcast, you'll like the overwhelmed brain. <laughs> oh my God. I what? So, I okay. know. I have to say in terms of anxiety, I didn't even know that was a thing until I was in college. Is that normal? So, can I ask you first? Yes. Do you have anxiety? No. I didn't think you did. I mean, but just because... I I think there's a lot of people that don't have anxiety or depression and just think, like, it's not a thing. Like, I'm very well aware that it's a thing like yes. just because you know i i don't have something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist right but yes. there's some people that are like get over it yeah. sorry like, that was a great way to say that oh, like just you. because i don't have it it doesn't mean it doesn't exist well but i feel like some people think like you know like, oh well mental just, health just just get more sleep just drink more water <laughs> pull yourself up by your bootstraps <laughs> what is a bootstrap i don't know are those bootstraps like that Okay, so I have like bean boots oh. that I'm pointing to, and there's this little hook on the back. Oh, that's probably what it is. But I feel like bootstraps are like on galoshes or like wellies, you know? What the fuck is a galosh? <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wellies? Like Wellington? Um, like rain boots? I should have just led oh, with like rain the fancy, boots. Oh, like the fancy rain yeah. boots? Yeah, like I feel like they have... Yes. Handles on the side. Yeah. So maybe so like pull, pull them up by the bootstraps. Your bootstrap. Yeah. And I think it sounds like it's like a coal miner thing. It sounds very blue collar. Yeah. Like yeah. very like just pull yourself up and which put is, on your yeah. shoes, which I think is interesting. And I don't know that I talked about this like on the podcast where we talked about unpacking Paul, but when I was going through like the most significant depression I've ever had. The hardest thing for me to do every single day was to put on my shoes and tie my shoes. Oh. Yeah. Cause it was like this, like the sign, it signified the significant of I, uh, it, it's significance. Yeah. Like it signified that oh, I okay. had to get up and I had to like do the day and I had to do the long commute and I had to go to work and I had to, you know, I had to, it isn't yeah. that like just the most negative way to phrase something um, that like the shoes were like, all right, you're about to head out the door. It's time to get into it. Yeah. <sighs> so when you were in your like deepest state, I guess, is that the right way to say it? Yeah. Like know. darkest. W- was place, Jack yeah. here? 
Yeah. He was. Yeah. So I definitely went through a dark time during the long distance relationship. Yeah. Like that is a given, I think, um, because I felt so alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was living with my best friend at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, even she was like, I don't know how to help you. And I was like, I don't think you can. Like, it's just like, I want to be with the person I want to be with and Mm -hmm. being with you is great, but I'm trying to get him here, trying to get him here. I was doing like arts and crafts to like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm just picturing you like gluing macaroni on something. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't far from that. Like (laughs) when we were, when we were long distance, um, we like saw each other and then in 90 days we were going to see each other again. So he hosted trivia on the cruise ship. So I made a 90 day trivia thing and he got one question a day. And the questions were about us. Oh, how lovely. We had only known each other for like six months. Yeah, but I mean, there I'm were a sure lot. you learn something every day. Yeah. <laughs> and so like what our texts were, what our pic- what pictures we sent each other, what we knew about each other. And it was like a way for him to get to know me when he couldn't talk to me because like the Wi-Fi was so bad. So like that was my darkest state of like just missing someone and being sad. But yeah. I don't think that being sad is the same as being depressed. Like sad is an emotion you feel. Depression is a state of mind. Was that deep? Yeah. Well, like, I, I want to like understand it more because I, yeah. because if I did know people with anxiety, they never, or, or depression, like they never told me. Mm. Like, I think where I grew up was very, was very like, you don't tell people that stuff or that's Keep not, it inside. that's not a thing kind of thing. Box like, that shit up. Yeah. yeah. So like, I just it's didn't sad. really know. I know it is sad. <laughs> right. Like, it is sad. But like, I'm so glad that I went to school and was able to experience another city. I mean, not that, not that Scranton Wilkes-Barre is a big <laughs> bustling metropolis. It's crazy. We have like a mall and uh Turkey Hill. It's bumping. Can you believe? Can you believe? <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't really know if I understand the difference. Yeah. Like, and I also think that a lot of people from tougher areas to grow up, rural areas to grow up in, mm-hmm. don't often have a support network that allows them to see that they might have anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they don't have like a close knit family circle, but I think to your point, mental health is not something that you bring up or talk about. Yeah, and, you know, totally. We've, we've talked about our grandparents and, uh, you know, British grandparents. I don't have British grandparents, but my husband does. And, and that's, you don't talk about, you know, your mental mm-hmm. health with like your British side of the family. Cause that's not something that's normal to talk about over there. Yeah. Um, and it's not that it's always normal to talk about here, but I think as young people in the working world facing different things that we've never experienced before like we talk about anxiety all the time and we're self-deprecating like all the time and like i would love to unpack self-deprecation with you um because i feel like i am a a total like i have self-deprecating humor right but like why i don't know right like (laughs) i and i i think i do that because like i am anxious whereas Hmm. other people do that because like i don't know yeah so that's why like for you to understand um for you to Did under- you just pull? Paul just like pulled a water bottle out of his sock. I think <laughs> I don't know. I was like, which is oh, weird because he's wearing no show socks. <laughs> I was like, Did I just put the bottle of gin down here by my feet? <laughs> no, I didn't. I just found a bottle of water on the ground. Um, I so like it's interesting. <laughs> I know what you meant. It's, it's interesting, interesting. <laughs> um, because I. <laughs> 
I like know that you don't have anxiety. Really? Like I didn't think you did. Um, and then you just sort of confirmed it. And I was like, I guess I could ask her today, yeah. you know, like if she has it. And I was like, it's, it's not that I would describe you as cool, calm and collected, <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> yeah. but like I, you don't strike me as an anxious person. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what the difference is yeah. exactly, but like for me, it's depression for me is struggling to do daily things, mm. tying my shoes, putting gas in my car, paying my bills, like <clears throat> having to physically go and do anything that's not in my normal routine. So how do you function? Like, how do you, <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. sorry for being completely no, yeah. like, um, like ignorant, I don't, I don't think I struggle from depression as much now. Okay. Um, but like when I did, I didn't really function. Like it was all I could do to hit snooze nine times in the morning, sort of, stumble into the shower, wash my hair, wash my body, use the bathroom, then let's like throw on some clothes that were probably not wrinkled, probably like wrinkled and then leave and go to work and sit in traffic and like traffic really mm. like, cause it's like you're isolated. You're oh, yeah, just stuck in yeah. one place for and, such a long period and of at, time. At that point when my depression was at its peak, like Jack was here mm. and that was the weirdest thing that I I've talked about before, but like, that I was so focused on like not missing him anymore that when he got here, I didn't, I, not that I didn't have anything to look forward to, but I was like, Oh, I, I saw I the, that now. Yeah. I yeah. saw the thing that was making me sad. So I shouldn't be depressed. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what, what's wrong with me? Like, right. why am I still this way? Right. And like, I fully was still that way because my mental health was just not in a great place. So the commute, the shoes, the like work, the job that I felt like I didn't like, which is weird because like... Is I, it like the same job? Yeah, it's the oh. same job I have now and now I love my job. It's so weird though too because like I knew you during that time. Yeah. And to me, I perceived you as the most like happy-go-lucky yeah. and like... I, I don't know. I think, you know, you have these per- perceptions of somebody that has depression as being like sad all the Mopey. time and like yeah. disheveled or something. But like yeah. you were the complete opposite in right. my, yeah. in my mind. I think it was more, that's interesting. Like, I think it was more the hysteria of like really positive emotions and really negative emotions. Hmm. Like where I was super happy. Like I was never disingenuous about my feelings. Mm -hmm. Like anything I was feeling while I was depressed, like those friendships are still valuable to me. You know, like those experiences are still valuable to me. Everything is still as awesome as it once was even at that time. So I still feel like I was being myself, but I had like the whole opposite mood change when I would get home. Cause it was like, Oh, I have to do that all over again, which is weird. Cause I was happy in the moment. Yeah. And I don't know how to, describe depression and anxiety other than just like I felt the most anxious when I felt personal responsibility to other people of like I have to make sure I'm seeing my family I have to make sure that I'm taking care of Jack I have to make sure I'm a good coworker, a good friend um, I need to be on time for this. I need to make sure I pay that. I need to get that in order. Mm-hmm. It was like every little piece of responsibility, which you dealt with too and deal with too. Like you deal with the same responsibility that I just described, but it's my reaction to it 
yeah, and our reactions to it that are different. Yeah, and the, and I think that's like everyone is genetically different too yeah. of how we handle those things too. Like yeah. some people, some people drink. Some people mm-hmm. do like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Like for me, I feel like I handle things by. Um, routine and like forcing myself to do things like mm. like exercise like that's right. like a big right thing for me and I don't know if it always makes me like happy but it's like something I I I have to do because it's part of my routine it's how I'm gonna get things done it's how I'm gonna wake up every morning and it's just like what you have to do so I think I don't know I feel like everybody um just d- deals with that differently but so do you wake up and, and exercise no okay but you, <laughs> I know there's a bike up there. There's a bike up there, and it's covered in dust. No, like, it's a, no, no. I, I mean, oh yeah. it's. I mean, it might be, but, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I feel like exercise helps me cope with, with anxiety and stress, and which I don't know. Yeah. If that makes so sense. okay. So no, it does make sense. Like for me, I struggle to just even put on like my exercise clothes and go yeah. and run. Yeah. And it was funny when I was, I was driving on my way here, I drove by this guy and he was running with his shirt off in looking like good. super short <laughs> shorts. <laughs> looking, looking <laughs> great. <laughs> like looking like you could wash a shirt on his abs and not like, I'm not like, it wasn't like I looked at him and I was like, Oh my God. I just looked at him and I was like, Wow, like good for him. Yeah. Like good for him that he is out here running in the fucking humid Yeah, it's hot heat. as hell. He's covered in sweat. His body looks awesome. And he has that confidence to just be like, this is who I am. And he might even be depressed. You know, like. Uh, a, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's a whole other can <laughs> Yeah, of right. Oh like, um, but he looked awesome doing it. And I was like, damn, there was a time where I was like running five, six, seven, eight, ten miles, you know? Like, did I say eight, ten? Skip nine. <laughs> Never. Oh, hating those. Five, six, twenty. <laughs> five, five, six, and twenty miles. Yeah. Um, but I, like, pulled myself up by my bootstraps, and I was like, I'm going to run, yeah. and I'm going to do my thing. And I just, like, looked at that guy, and I was like, damn, why isn't that me? I could do that. And not comparing myself to him, but looking inwardly and being like, why aren't you doing the things to take care of your body? Because you said anxiety and depression and like feelings, like, like exercise wards that off a little bit. Yeah. But like, or you said anxiety and stress. Yeah. So, but what does anxiety feel like for you? I feel like anxiety for me is like, not accomplishing things like Mm. knowing I have a list of things to do with work and like, especially with work, like knowing there's things that I should be doing and it's like not getting done. I'm like, well, well, we got to do this. So sometimes exercising for me is a good distraction. So my brain is occupied elsewhere. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like I, and I've always been like this, like in, high school even with like homework and stuff like I don't get I don't get stressed and I think that's a goddamn blessing yeah <laughs> but, but it doesn't mean that your life is any easier than anyone no, else's no. yeah and yeah. I, but I just feel like everyone's just it everyone's just genetically different and that just doesn't mean that you know the way that I handle something is the right way or the wrong way it's just 
my way of doing it. Right. Yeah. So like when you're saying like you're thinking of your things to do specifically with work, are you like, I know I have to do X project, Y project and Z project by X date. I'm not sure how I'm going to get that done. Let me just go for a run and a run and clear my mind. I'm more like, I know, (laughs) I feel like a lot of the stuff I do as much as I can. And then there's a certain point where there's another, you have to rely on other people too. Mm -hmm. And if they're not like working at the pace that I am, that makes me anxious. So in order for me to deal with that, I'm like, okay, you have to control the controllables. I know that's not a word really. No, but but like, like like, like think of the things you can control. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, like occupy yourself elsewhere and wait for whatever email you're waiting for. And, and you could be, I think it's all too about like being productive Yeah. to me. Like I am sometimes like, well, this is a waste of time. Like, why am I doing this? Like I need to be bettering, bettering myself or whatever. I don't, it's weird. I wasn't always like that though, but Hmm. that's just how I am lately. Right. I don't know. Huh. That's so interesting. It's weird. Like your description of things that stress you out. Like, I think we have the same description. Yeah. I think we have the same things that stress us out. But our way of coping with them are, is, like, well, like so what's, different. What's your way of coping with them? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's not healthy. Like, I'm, I'm, like, thinking of you being, like, okay, I got this to do, this to do, this to do. This person's not answering this email in the way that I need them, or this person isn't communicating with me, so I need to go spend my time doing X. And I'm, like, okay, I have all this stuff to do. <laughs> I need to fill it by doing other stuff. Mm. Like, like, I need to fill that waiting period by, like, Okay, gonna start a nonprofit, gonna start a podcast, like gonna Yeah, like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like gonna like just fill any void in my schedule with like something that allows me to talk about it or distract myself from it or like just ignore it altogether. Really? I That's don't know. So interesting. We're unpacking this shit right here. We are fucking this was you supposed to be a podcast about Disney Channel original <laughs> movies. <laughs> took a hard left. Yeah. Well, I just think it's interesting to learn from someone because most people I know and most people that Jules knows, as she'll say, everyone has anxiety and depression. And I'm like, I don't think that that's true. Like, I very much disagree with her on that. Yeah. Um, Because I look at people like my parents who might have anxiety and depression, but like have no idea that they have it. So they'll never operate any differently. Right. Which is like, that's a totally different thing. So like, do they have anxiety and depression if they don't even know that they have it? Maybe. Like, like, like does, is it as life altering? I guess is more the question, but that's why I'm like, I'm super excited that we're like talking about this because it's interesting how you fill your time with that feeling of like, I'm not being productive enough. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just always like, I need to, I it it goes back to field hockey for me in college. Like, yeah. people would always, there was this one thing my coach would say, which was control the controllables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, like, people would always freak out about, like, if we were playing a team that was playing on, I know it sounds so lame, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if we were playing a team that was playing on, like, a different type of turf, which, like, made the game, like, much slower and really changed things, and people would be like, oh, my God, like, what are we going to do? Like, they don't have astro turf and, like, they have field turf, and it's so different. And, like, my coach would be like, 
okay, but control what you can. Like, right. y- you can't do anything about that. So right. what are you going to do? You can't change the way the field is. So what's your approach going to be so we can still win this game? So like, I think, wow, I think I approach my life with that. Yeah. So it's always like, okay, this is how it is. And I'm not going to change the way, you know, Peter, Paul, or Mary, whatever, <laughs> like, works. But yeah. how can I control the way that I work? And how can I keep myself sane? Yeah. So, it's just, sorry. Oh. Might be a shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where it's, am I? <laughs> I know. Seems everyone who's happens. listening to this in their car right now is like, fuck, am I getting pulled <laughs> oh over? Gosh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These microphones probably pick up. Yeah. Wait. So, okay. That was really interesting. What you just said about your coach and like control the controllables. But the imagery that spoke to me so much was like the field, like the turf that you play on. No one can control that. And I think back to my high school, we were, um, in center city. So we didn't have room to have a a court that allowed the three point line to extend all the way to the corner. So like on the basketball court, it was just sort of like the three point yeah, line yeah. went like just it like cut a off a few foot. Yeah. Like yeah, it never yeah. made it to the corner. So you couldn't be in the corner and make a three point line with three. <laughs> Paul played sports. <laughs> I, I know. I made a really good reference a couple episodes ago and now I'm like, Fuck. but they like, so other teams would come to play in our court and they had to change the way that they played the game of basketball because the size of the court was different mm-hmm. because they couldn't shoot those three points, three pointers, three, three baskets, three oh, buckets. Good I don't know anything. Three, three pointers. <laughs> three pointers. They couldn't shoot the three pointers. Three the, buckets. You said three bucketers. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, they couldn't shoot the, the three pointers from the corner. Because there was no corner to right. shoot them from. And I, I like think about the same thing. Like we swam against a team in high school that had four lanes versus the normal six lanes. Mm. So the water movement was different. Like the draft was different. Mm-hmm. You were fighting a different animal, playing on a different turf, playing in the playing a different game. Yeah. You know, totally. by being in different turf. And, like, controlling the controllables is, like, yes, everyone always says that. Like, focus on what you can control. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, no, control the controllables. Control the things that are within your power. Don't get stressed about, like, the fact that that person's not answering your emails in the pace at which you are comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get frustrated in that, you know, like, maybe you can't, like, maybe it's your own court and, like, you can't get back to someone as quickly as you want. You know, like, you can't be the friend that people need you to be. Like, so many times during my day, like I will just find myself thinking like, not does this person like me, but have I been a good friend to this person? Am I talking enough to this person? Am I taking care of them? Like, have I talked to my sister recently? Should I make sure that, you know, like she's doing all right. Does everyone know that they, that I love them, you know? And it's like, so that's like the social anxiety. And then there's the chore anxiety. That's so interesting. Cause like, I don't feel that at all. Really? And I wish I did. Really? But I, I don't may- think that you're a bad friend. Uh, like, maybe like- I'm just, maybe like my mom and sisters are listening like, to this. Sh- like, yeah, call me once in a while. Yeah, you fucking bitch. Yeah. 
so crazy. Like, I, mm. that's not, I, and it's not that I don't care about my no. friends, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. not even a thought in my mind. That's. But I like really appreciate that that's a thought in your mind. Like, that's a, that's a really compassionate form of anxiety. And I don't think that's like a negative <laughs> thing whatsoever. Yeah. I guess, but like I cope with it sometimes by drinking too much or like oh. by like being self-deprecating. Should or I? So, <laughs> no, yeah, I take away, take away the tangeray. <laughs> the tangeray. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, that's so funny. I, I like, I wish I, I, well, I, like, I wish I didn't worry about that but stuff. But it's almost weird because I almost admire that because I wish I felt like that because sometimes I think maybe I'm, Maybe I'm being too self-centered or like, of course I love my friends and family and stuff, but it's, that's not something I think about every day, but I am a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's so funny because I would never like, describe you as like someone who didn't care about other people. Cause but I feel I like do. I that's just, what like, I mean. Think yeah. Of that, like, yeah. That, like, like you're you're constantly like asking other people how they are, checking in, like following up. Like I don't know. Like you might not realize that you you don't get anxiety about doing it because it's yeah. just like part of you. Well, like I, you are a good sister. You are a good daughter. I hope so. But like I am too. Well, I am yeah. a good son. But I think. <laughs> but you, I don't worry about well, it. Yeah, but it or, I mean, like, I do worry about it. It sounds like you're like guilting yourself almost, like you're not doing enough or something. Yeah. Like, you're enough. Are Are you my therapist? You're enough, Paul. <laughs> well, that's like the whole thing. Like Brene Brown is like that. I okay, I haven't like read any of her books and stuff, but I've heard uh, good stuff. I've read chapters and I fucking hate it. Oh, wait, I heard I, she's like very good with like grief. Could I be? She's wrong? okay. So, Perhaps? I respect I respect the work that she does, and I respect that other people can can like get out of their anxiety and get out of their own heads by, by listening to her. Oh, oh, is For, that what she's about? Just like, kind of like, I she's all about your anxiety by, <laughs> by you buying my book. <laughs> no, no, oh. I'm sorry. I just said, I fucking hate Brene Brown. I don't hate Brene oh. Brown. Okay. Like I, I like, I like what, who she is and what she stands for. She, her words just do not resonate with me. Um, I think that she tends to skew a little bit more towards a female audience. Um, and it's not that that doesn't relate to me because some days I think I'm fucking female, but, um, you know, I like, she talks a lot about vulnerability and accepting things about yourself and leaning into discomfort in like life. Like self-image stuff? Or? Kind of self-image, but okay. also just like you are enough. Like her whole thing is like, it's okay if you can't make that fucking bridal shower of oh. your third cousin, whoever. But also um, like, you should go. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop guilting people. Um, but... Yeah, so like that that's sort of her whole thing. And like I get that her message resonates for me when I read her works. I, I find that it's geared towards someone that's a little bit older. Mm. Um and I don't say that in a disparaging way, sure. but maybe some <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm ageist now. <laughs> yeah, but um she uh she she's talking about how so many times like women in particular protect themselves and protect themselves from feeling vulnerable. Hmm. Um, and I just feel like I, you know, it's like, you like just give yourself the courage, like have it posted on your wall that you are enough. Hmm. Um, and I think it's an awesome message for whatever reason, her, her way of storytelling doesn't resonate with me, which yeah. is a shame because so many of my friends love her and they're probably listening to this. Like, fuck you, Brene well, Brown is awesome. I just thought I, yeah. and I could be totally wrong. I, 
I, I thought she did stuff about like grief. No, she does. Yeah, I think oh, okay, okay. I think she has like really good tips on on grief yeah. and grief management. Yeah, um, but I, I know, know she's like most known I think for vulnerability think and I, being enough. Like, like I don't know. I mean, I. I read some of that stuff. Like I read You Are a Badass. Do you ever hear of that book? No. It's right there. You Are a Badass. Bad that blood. yellow one. Above? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, But it's like all that stuff. I'm like, you're just repeating the same shit over and over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking we're getting, down barriers here. <laughs> we're, yeah. Like I, like so many self-help books. It's the same I'm fairly certain that that <laughs> book and that book are just different covers. Right. They're just different covers written by the same person. Right. And I, there are certain books that resonate with me. The book that resonates with me the most is um, Essentialism. And I can't remember who the author is, but Essentialism. So it really stuck with me. Just kidding. <laughs> Essentialism is about the power of saying no and Ooh. taking control of your life. That's, that's. It, huge especially like with work yeah but it's it's more so it's it's well well no he does talk a lot about work that it's like if your boss asks you to do something and you say okay i can do that but what would you like me to give up in order to complete that task Ooh. i know and or no i'm not going to go to this event because i want to take care of me and me is important yeah and so it's all about like that forgiving yourself for not like going to plans or committing to something that you don't really want to do it's about saying yes to the things that are most important in your life so again essentialism is it like gregory or jeffrey or i can't remember but um i think i need to read that, that I, sounds good. yeah because it's an empowerment book versus what i feel with some of the self-help books it's literally the same message over and over and yeah. over and over and it doesn't resonate with me. And even as someone that struggles with anxiety and depression, like those books don't do shit for me because yeah. I, I look at them and I'm like, Ugh, like, I feel like I just read this, but it's not, it's not causing me to act any differently versus someone saying, Hey, say no, say no. It's okay to say no. Yeah. That like so resonates with me and allows me to take back control. Um, and like allows me to look at things like control your controllables. Yeah. I can say yes. I can say no. Everything that happens in my life is usually because of something that I want or don't want. Yeah. And I know that life happens to a lot of people, but No, I mean I think uh, I think you're really onto something with the with the like guilt of like not not the guilt of commitment, but like committing to doing something because you feel like you have to do it. Like, mm. oh yes, I'll because I <sighs> get really like you have to do this, you have to go out, you have to be social, whatever. Especially like right now with my boyfriend being gone, I'm like by myself a lot, and yeah. like I kind of like being by myself, yeah. Which is really maybe healthy slash unhealthy. No, I love it. <laughs> I love being alone. Yeah, like uh, do you know how many times I blast Billy Joel and run up and down those stairs like a lot? <laughs> Why do you run up and down the steps? I, I, I no, like moving out just has like I have a good like dance rendition to it. Like, going wait, do you sing and dance on that? Like, oh yeah. my god, I would totally do that. Yeah, right. Oh. It's a great time. We might have to create a visual podcast. Yeah, and Paul's like, you want to move in together? I'm like, I can't. I, <laughs> I can't. I need to be able to like no, sort of do my Broadway like, routine on these maybe. steps. Yeah. <laughs> wait, but there's they actually are great for that. Like, imagine coming down the steps and like, dun, yeah, dun, 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 yeah, wrong. Anthony works at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. I. Paul, I've fallen down those steps before. <laughs> Alone? 
alone. You could die. Paul, I lit. I okay. I'm gonna. Paint we're gonna visual. post a picture of this on the Instagram the, so that everyone can see what we're talking about. The stairs are steep, and they are also metal. <laughs> metal grates, <laughs> like they're fully. So I had, um, I had a bag of nail polish. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I, what okay. was the what was so it for? So this is like a thing about me. I have an obsessive amount of nail polish. Like okay. it's just always kind of been my thing. Okay. Are your nails done right now? Um, I just have like a nice like pink. I've been moving to neutral colors. Oh, what yeah. the fuck is the point of all the nail polish then? Well, yeah, I don't really know. Um, but so I had a bag of nail polish, and. I was wearing socks, which I rarely do in my apartment. I'm always mm-hmm. like a barefoot person. And I'm like, oh, well, um, I <laughs> also I had a piece of plywood right here, which sounds weird um, because it is. Did you do anything <laughs> with the plywood? Well, I, my sister was getting married, and I was making a sign for her wedding shower that was like Carly's wedding shower. Oh, cool, yeah. So naturally, I bought a circular saw, and I used <laughs> that in my apartment. What the fuck? <laughs> this place is like 400 square feet. <laughs> oh, she's pulling it out. Wait, I mean, Wait this is I ridiculous. It's not a circular saw. It's just a jigsaw. <laughs> oh. It's a jigsaw. You literally have a Black & Decker jigsaw oh god that styrofoam noise with curve control <laughs> i i would like some fucking curve control like well dear god if you're ever wondering should i use a saw in an apartment you shouldn't <laughs> what what happened when you used the saw so first of all paul was like this was when paul was living in france so he couldn't you know tell me what to do and he was like carrie you need to put like eye protection on if you're using a yeah, saw. Yeah, you need goggles and like <laughs> so, dust control. Didn't have either of those. <laughs> but what I did have were sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in my, in my apartment using a jigsaw at like 5 p.m. with sunglasses on. He was like... Sorry, that definitely was really loud. So, I don't, sorry. I don't know. Okay, but yes. So that's why I had a piece of plywood propped up in my apartment. So I'm carrying this bag of nail polish from your upstairs from my, mezzanine. What would you call that? It's like a loft. It's a loft. Say. Would you would you put your bed up there ever? It's like a little industrial up there. I mean, it's like my hot water heater. It's not really oh, a yeah, nice no. ambiance to no wake up in. No one needs to sleep there. Yeah. So I just keep like. I have a desk up there also, which I built with my jigsaw. Oh, my fucking God. Um, <laughs> also, no, I, I had no idea you were so DIY. Yeah. No I clue. Love, yeah. I am really into it. Yeah, not that I didn't think you were. Just I mean, so you know. that desk up there is made with pipes and plywood. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you know. Well, we'll plug your I'm Etsy store much, in a minute. I'm pretty much Joanna Gaines, so <laughs> oh, I don't know. Boo. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, Okay, so you're coming down these metal graded steps. Those are very steep. Paul? I slipped on the like <laughs> second step there. So you see how there's that like top one and then there's Yeah. Well, usually how two works. One is before it. She was Tom one. Petty free falling. Yeah. Paul. <laughs> not only was I free falling, I slipped like both feet out from under me, hit my head, and went like all the way down. And I landed and then I hit the plywood and it flew against the floor. 
So also, an important piece of information is my leasing office is right below me. I was working from home this day. Yeah. And all I heard was, like, I, I land and I literally just went, ow. Like, nobody was around to, like, hear me or, like, see if I was okay. And all I heard was the person below me go, she's so fucking loud. <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> I just, uh, there's a piece of my tailbone floating around in my body. <laughs> She's so fucking loud. I was like, I'm okay. Like, don't worry. Like, fuck you, you're banging on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I was like, I, I just had like one tear that just <laughs> i i would have been a wreck i would have really fucking hurt i would have put my all over my instagram i would have let I, everyone I'm know i'm sure i did because like i can't really ever do anything without being like oh my god look what happened to me <laughs> that is crazy yeah yeah so luckily the saw wasn't out at that time because <laughs> that would have been maybe a darker story yeah uh yep. the blade is serious the blade is serious and i'm pretty sure there would have been a saw movie made there about was like you. directions i was like i don't need these oh but God. then i was like i'm not so sure so i looked it up oh. on youtube oh my God. there was a guy and it was like Danny teaches you how to use a Black and Decker jigsaw. <laughs> he, had, he had like a tooth. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, well, if he could do it, I'll be fine. I don't, I don't think that you should look at someone with one tooth. I mean, and be like, if he can do it. But I, I did. But, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but it so, worked out. So. I still have all my fingers. <laughs> And so, your legs. I'm more legs. concerned about your legs. You don't even want to know. It was like it was like you need a clamp and like I was like I don't have those because you needed to like clamp the plywood to like other. So when you saw it, it doesn't just like fall off. Yeah. I didn't have that, so I just used my couch. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to reenact this on I, the Let's Unpack That underscore podcast Instagram without the gin. Though. Definitely. Yeah, because yeah. I think it could be a little unsafe for us to do that. Yeah, Paul was like, wait until I get home. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, not a chance. I was like, I was like yeah, I'll be right there. Yeah, wait. <laughs> like, I'm not waiting for you to get back from France. Uh, like, so like I, got, I got projects to complete. Yeah, wow. Okay, so I don't remember how we got on that topic. Again, we were supposed to talk about Disney Channel movies. I know. But I... I mean, Brink was great. Dude, okay. I, I have, like, kind of a dark secret about yeah. Brink. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, oh my God. I have this, like, weird... Do you remember Val from Brink? Yeah. Yeah. Val did it for me. Val, I thought, was so hot. I remember my friends were like, Kara, he's the villain. I was like, yeah. That's what I like. Wait. <laughs> He was like a fucking grease ball. Yeah. And I was, I was like, like, he put worms in that sandwich and it was so hot. Wait. <laughs> Do you remember that Was part? Brink the one where they put worms in the yep. sandwich? Yep. Wait. N- I thought? Yep. Nope. Wait. Yep. I always have a thing for people with like. Worms. <laughs> for people with worms. <laughs> for people that know their way around a worm. Oh my God. Yeah. Val with the fucking He's... yellow tank top. Yeah. He was for like team. Not puppin' suds. He looks. <laughs> <laughs> what team was it? It 
one was Puppin' Sons. The other one was Puppin' Sons. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe you just dug that out of like, there. Like, why can't I remember, like, things I need to do for work? Team X-Blades. X-Blades. <laughs> Wait, okay, remember, like, the most tragic part about that that movie when was, When like, she fell down the... <laughs> they threw, like, gravel. She yeah. was like, she was like, stop! <laughs> That was fucking violent. That's what I wanted to talk about. Because Maybe that's why I liked Val. I was like, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, I was. <laughs> yes, it was. That I will never forget that moment when they were racing down the hill and they fell in the haystacks. <laughs> yeah, and she fully like hit that gravel and just wrecked her arm. Yeah, why did they make it like she died? Because like, it felt like she did. The next day they were like, she's she's like on bed rest. I mean, she had like. <laughs> A minor... She's pregnant. She's on bed rest. <laughs> she had, like, a scrape on her elbow. <laughs> Remember she had to, like, tell her mom that she was, like, skateboarding and that she got injured? Like, it was traumatic. Yeah, like, it was, like, a, against her religion or something. Like, it wasn't... It was <laughs> really that made ridiculous. No I'm sorry. I'm looking at these pictures of Val right now. And he looks like a knockoff Jack Black. <laughs> Man, I just always like like gothic looking people. Like, but Paul is not gothic looking at no, all. He's beautiful. I know. Yeah, he's like literally. Oh, love you. It's weird because people are. Gonna we love like, you, Paul. People are gonna be like, but Paul's gay. Paul's gay. Like, There's another Paul. Different Paul. Yeah. Um. Side note: When we first met, that took me a long time to figure out that like you weren't talking about me. Oh, I'm sorry. Not that you were saying like I love you or you're gorgeous, <laughs> <laughs> but like just anytime you reference Paul, I was like, I don't remember I that know, conversation. It it's yeah. always weird, like when somebody has the same name as you, because you're like, wait, your ears just like perk up. You're like, I don't like, know any oh, Karas. Yeah. Oh, you don't? Not really. Oh, well, like, I grew up with a Kara, but she moved away. Oh. She had a pool though. She, was she sounds cool. awesome. <laughs> she sounds great. Um. Oh. So, yeah. I mean, we talked through some DCOMs. Yeah. We talked through anxiety. Mm-hmm. We talked through you per- <laughs> performing. Using a fucking saw. <laughs> performing. Falling down my And, like, being a DIY home gooder. Yeah. What, are, what have we unpacked this episode? What is the, what is the title? Um, we've unpacked. <laughs> unpacking a lot of different shit. Yeah. Yeah. Unpacking some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I feel like we covered a lot. I I definitely do. I mean, this was a good flow. Of, yeah. Of different <laughs> unpacking. I think decoms anxiety. We didn't really like get deep into decoms. No, but as much as like, I really want to. I would have liked. I really wanted to mainly because that was our best idea. I mean, we could. We could. What time is it? I don't know. Nine fifteen. Holy <laughs> shit balls. Moly. What time do you normally go to bed? Um like ten. Okay, yeah. I'm like, let me get the fuck out of oh, your yeah, house. No, I don't care. <laughs> we have a whole tray of charcuterie. Charcuterie. Charcuterie is a weird word. It is weird. French. They're weird. Charcuterie. So, yeah. Sorry, Paul. Paul, my Paul's French. Other Paul. Other Paul. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. wrap this. All right. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. We unpack some shit. I have nothing else to say. Title TBD. <laughs> Title is, you'll, well, I guess they'll know this because they've watched it. Well, listen to it. 
Oh my god. Yikes. Yikes. How many gins have you had? Wee! I don't two. <laughs> I'm 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 fine. This is just how I am. This is just yeah, this is just how I exist. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um again to plug we are available on iTunes. We are available on Spotify. I'm sure at some point we'll be available on Google Play. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. But I don't think people actually listen to podcasts on it. You don't need to put it on Who the fuck has a <laughs> Samsung? <laughs> Just pay for Spotify. Yeah, come on, people. guys. Let's be real. It's also free, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'd ever have ads for this because no one would ever fucking endorse this. If you want us to sell your socks... <laughs> What is that? What? I keep saying bonobos, but there's a sock. Bonobos thing. is shoes. No, there's a sock thing. Bono something. Ba. Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> sock we could also do Squarespace or like uh, 23andMe. But again, let's unpack that underscore podcast on Instagram and let's unpack that pod at gmail.com. Please keep listening. We have Jules, we have Kara, we have me. It's going to be great. Yeah. Kara has nothing else to add. I said, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon.